Isolation Night We Stand podcast. Uh, I should really start this by apologising, cocking it up at West Brom. Um, my fault. So uh, sorry to anybody we let down with that one. What are you looking at? Um, well, no, well, indeed, yeah. I uh, no, I, I, I hit the wrong button and corrupted the file, and it sort of balls everything up. So, um, on the plus side, it was a you know a pretty shocking podcast. I have to say, it actually involved 25 minutes of Steve Black fighting with somebody. Um, so, indeed, yeah. Uh, I should also say at this point that this podcast is brought to you by uh, Red Army Bet. You can go to redarmybet.com for all the latest odds and offers and special bets on United with the added bonus of non-winning bets. Revenue from that will be shared back out to the Manchester United football supporting community. So go and give that a look at uh, redarmybet.com. Uh, we're on our way down to Bristol City for the quarterfinal of the League Cup. It's been a long, long time since we were down here. I think 1981, if I remember rightly. You may remember from the game at Swansea. Um, post-match where everybody was pretty much to a man said that this was the trip that they wanted so everybody got the uh, the long haul midweek obviously a lot of people have finished for Christmas so that gives them the uh, the chance to come down here and not worry too much about work the next day so we've got a full coach which is great for us um, lots of other buses have made their way down there this is despite United getting absolutely shafted by the home team who were at least honest in saying that uh, we're not giving people the normal away allocation because we want the ground to be full of home fans um, so they didn't exactly hide behind it but that's what they've done so something like is it two and a half thousand here tonight United uh, yes should have been four should have been four should have been two and a half thousand so yeah so uh, despite the uh, piss poor allocation um, we're on our way down here and it seems as if uh, lots of people have ended up with tickets so we'll see what tonight brings obviously the League Cup we are the holders and that's something that we'll definitely want to uh, want to keep uh, keep hold of given that the uh, main title that we are chasing seems to be getting out of our reach pretty much week by week so any silverware is always a good result uh, from last night Arsenal and City are already in the uh, semi-finals and it's probably likely if you're a betting man that uh, Chelsea who I think are 3-10 and uh, United who are 8-15 um, it's expected that uh, those two sides will go through as well so despite all of the rumours and the accusations about big clubs not taking the League Cup seriously semi-final lineup of Arsenal, City, United and Chelsea does seem to prove otherwise but um, we'll have a chat about that uh, with the lads um, just a quick one because we didn't do anything about West Brom so I will have a couple of minutes just asking for a Matty, were you, you were down at West Brom? I was mate, yeah, yeah. it's um, made hard work of it didn't we in the end it's, it's one of them, it's a balance because when you're controlling the game so much in a month like this when you've got all these games, naturally you're going to you're going to tail off and try and save a, a bit of energy, make a few changes. But 2-0 um, but is such a daft scoreline. You, you're in complete control. You concede a goal like that and suddenly you're, you're up against it in the last few minutes. And that, that's what happened. It looks a bit to me that you know, it just started to empty the tank a little bit in that last 10 minutes. Because I thought the midweek game Bournemouth took absolutely loads out of them because that was a rotten pitch and, and everything else. It looked like United were just running out of steam. I think it was. I think... It, you know the, the quality of matches at this time of year completely suffer 
because they just flog all the players. And yeah, no, you, you're probably not far wrong. And we, we got, you know, Rojo when he come on, which looked like a fish out of water at left back. And it did. I think I think what they tried to do, I think they tried to be smart and said, right, we'll conserve energy. We've won the game. But at 2 0, you've not quite won the game and you're always giving a, a, a danger away if you do give, a, give away a, a daft goal. But um, it was in the end, job done on it. Two narrow wins, but two wins all the same. Well, six points after getting beat at City, and that's yeah, you, what you want in it. You got recovered. We went into it in decent form, a couple of good away wins. Bad, bad result there, obviously, but we've come out of it. Two wins out of two, and yeah, now on to tonight. Other thing which I haven't touched on on any podcast so far, really, in any depth, uh, Ned uh, Sevilla away in the draw, that was a good one. Yeah, oh, mate, probably the best one we could have got, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'd happily go there for a couple of days and well, you normally do go for a couple of days even when you go on day trips <laughs> <laughs> it might be Thomas Cook in the end although this £89 a ticket for an away ticket is is fairly horrific isn't it but I'm told that Liverpool paid 50 odd I don't know if that's true or not but I've been told that Liverpool and Chester, uh, Liverpool and Leicester sorry played paid 56 quid I think for the, the See, surely we're on a level with Liverpool they've got as big an away following as us I don't know why they've decided to go another 30 quid up on us they can charge their own fans because it's, it's United that's terrific yeah. isn't it is, is it anything to do with the fact that it's post group phases well no because Leicester they had Leicester I think in the last 16 they had Leicester in the last 16 last year so the equivalent game last season and it was 56 ultimately though so they just come yeah, yeah, they're just raising it because they can't. Like every other, you know, when they say, like every other football club, they'll charge what they can get away with. Clearly, they think they can get away with 89 quid because it's United. It is, to be fair, it's legalised touting, and even United are into it. I mean, Derby are getting charged 45 when they come to Old Trafford. Derby are no better than United, but United have to charge Liverpool City 30 quid when they come to Old Trafford. They know they could probably get away with 60, and they will get away with whatever they can get away with. Tonight, tonight's 32 quid for us. Palace played 13 quid in the previous round, but clubs will charge what they can get away with. Not, not. They don't look at what's fair, they'll charge what they can get away with. United have been copying for this for years, haven't we? We were the first to cop for £50 tickets. Exactly. £50 tickets at Birmingham. The, I was going to say, was it is it forty five quid at Birmingham when most tickets were around twenty eight thirty quid, and that was a bit groundbreaking. We, we we've had it for years. Fulham, we did it. It's half of the course we follow. It's legalised touting, isn't it? That's all it is. But they'll all do whatever they can get away with, and they know what they can get away with as well. Um, I reckon. All right. How are you doing, Steve? I'm good, thank you. I love the cover. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Have you got the, uh, the, the the 2D one or 3D one? Um, how would I know? With the 3D one, you can put down your trousers and it keeps you warm in winter. <laughs> well, I wish I told that. I wish you told me that one. I was selling the fucking thing the other day. <laughs> we should have done it. Yeah. Stuck it down there. Maybe Blue Moor had all them ones. Yeah, you might. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so are you saying to readers who've got it, you know, people listening to this podcast, to test, just stick UWS down the front? Yes, stick UWS down your trousers, see what happens. And if it's 2D, it'll be cold. If it's 3D, you'll you'll get a warm feeling around yeah, the crotch. a bit like, you know, when Jaws 3D came out, you know, you had them glasses. We're trying to do the same thing now with UWS. Okay, sound. And is this just for this cover or for all? Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. We might do a future one where we uh, 
uh, Ro- Marcus Rojo, a naked Marcus Rojo. Marauding. Marauding down your trousers. <laughs> Why are you, uh, you look like you're getting aroused by this guy. <laughs> um, what have you got planned for the next one? Anything good? Uh, it depends when it comes out. I've not actually found that out yet. But yes, uh, I have either an idea or no idea. Okay. That makes sense. No, it does. But it's standard course then, really. Well, yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite ever United we stand for? Uh, you've asked me before. My favourite is always going to be more sense. Uh, Raphael getting his haircut. Yeah, that was pretty. You liked that one, didn't you? And yeah. I don't quite get why. No, I just, I just really liked it because, uh, yeah, just really liked it. But yeah. uh, well, I also like the uh, men at work one as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I like that one. Um, it's the one where you think, what a fucking mess. I shouldn't have ever. Done that. Yeah, the Van Persie one, I was never that keen on. And is that the one that ended up like a bluey greeny colour? Yeah, it got got all got a bit merged. Um, and also um, the Danny Welbeck one. I hated you for doing that. I know you did. I had to stand there holding that fucking. And it was about for, it was about six games in a row or something. Yeah, yeah, it was probably yeah, <laughs> it was like the longest home yeah, run, yeah. home run ever. Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> wretched having to do that. Yeah. Anyway, one thing that has just sort of been revealed on here, which I haven't, I, I'm just in shock actually. Um, someone, someone you know right well, who's on this podcast correctly, has never, ever had a normal curry. Have you heard this? <laughs> this is a what? No, but you have had a curry, haven't you? Out of, I've had a tin curry, yeah, like from a supermarket. Yeah. So, never a restaurant curry. No, no, never a restaurant. Takeaway. No, no. So you've only ever had a, a tin of curry. Yeah, like a tikka masala from Tesco and that. Well, I, I didn't realise that was such a big thing. Was it nice? Yeah, it's all right. Over some like, but I wouldn't have it like as a main. You know, meal on a Saturday night is on a Tuesday night. Some oven chips and a like chicken tikka masala out of a chip. Pure on the on the hob for five <laughs> minutes uh, over the chips, and it's all right. Have you ever had a tin of curry? No. Ever. You? Is it just one course, or is it more more than one course in a tin? Just one course, mate. It's a Tuesday night meal, isn't it? So, is it like a tin with? Does it have poppadoms in it? No, no. Just you get the old tin opener out. Open it up and it's just the, the curry in the sauce, like. Uh, bit no, 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 no. So it's not a like, so it's not like an like a full thing. No, you don't get like naan bread with it around. No. Okay. The old yeah. samosas. Just a t- yeah, just a tin. Never had tin has, it got, has it got a couple of mint imperials in it at the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> and a free tiger bear with. No, I, I didn't realise it was such a big thing. It's but. I, I, but you're but but on the. I mean, I'm. Are you I'm, sure you've just not bought soup? <laughs> yeah, mulligatoni soup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, see you've that. Had, you've had mulligatoni soup or whatever it's called. No, it's no, just like like jow fraser or chicken tikka yeah, masala. But then on the other thing though is, is you um you don't you've got a weird you don't like other stuff either, do you? So tell us about your Christmas dinner. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll have a lasagna for Christmas dinner. Right. So would the rest of the family be sitting there with? Turkey and everything else. No, they're having turkey. Yeah, no, yeah, they'll have all the meat. Like mum usually does about three or four different meats. And like then, she, turkey, and then she has to bang a fucking lasagna in the microwave. Yeah, but and, and I'll do like a um, tomato and chili pasta bake. So I'll have a side of pasta with day. some uh, with a lasagna. Yeah, and that'll yeah, be my Christmas. But uh, yeah, that'll be my Christmas tip. But why? You'd have the nicest meal on Christmas Day, wouldn't you? It's meant to be a treat. 
So and why is would that, I? Why is that your treat? Oh, hi, yeah. Why would I? Just like Christmas. But I wouldn't have. Yeah. That's normal, isn't it? Just have a, why can't you just have a normal dinner? Do you have drilled two sprouts on it, though? But why, I wouldn't have Brussels sprouts. She no. actually did make sure she bought lasagna today just for that. Yeah, Neil took a Christmas shopping yeah, today and he got. Yeah. So the whole family are going to have turkeys, meats, trimmings, pigs in blankets, roast buds, sprouts, all the thing, and you're going to sit there with a fucking lasagna. Yeah, but I, I'll do the. I'll do the. Past the bait, um, and I'll, but I'll do a bigger one. How long so have you been married? Can have some uh, fourteen years. When you got married, did you have a like a was it a big do? <laughs> yeah, yes, <yeah, laughs> decent. Yeah. Were people eating at your day do? Yeah, yeah. Did, what, well, did you, what did you have? No, the, well, the, the what did you have? I had a lasagna. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, no, because the chef was like... When did he, everyone else have lasagna? No, no, everyone else had... It was like a chicken in some wine sauce How did you come something. to school then? When... Because you couldn't just... No-one got lasagna at school. Um, are you... No, are you... School to, was hard insuring. Are you... <laughs> I used to go to... Uh, I can't go, so school... You didn't even... Uh, you must have walked Oh, no, it's school. Like, well, no, it's school. You used to go to, like, Morrison's at dinner, didn't you? So... For a lasagna, bro. No, not... No, <laughs> no not a lasagna. When did this Italian fetish begin? I don't know, I suppose a teenager, yeah, and anything Italian, like pasta, pizza, lasagna, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, the campo, uh, stuff like, the like Indian food, no, 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 it, like, you, um, do you, do you have your Italians out of tins? No, no, I don't, is that not on? No, I, I'd either, well, a pizza in a tin, <laughs> no, I want a pizza in a tin, that's, that's ridiculous, but I'd have, no, I make that, see, I'd, I'd, I'll make a pasta bake, the only thing I can cut really is pasta, and like, Carol and my mum do a lasagna, do a nice lasagna. Have you ever heard of anyone having lasagna for the wedding? Lasagna for Christmas dinner? Basically dealing with an idiot here. And tins of curry. <laughs> Incredible. Were you at this wedding? Yeah. What did you have? Lasagna. Hung, hung, hunger pains. <laughs> yeah, if we want to get on to hunger pains at weddings, uh, Tomo. <laughs> Tomo, yes. Tomo had the tightest, tightest wedding buffet I've ever seen. <laughs> it wasn't. It was, I quite liked it. We got, we got, we got, we got. If you remember, we got a muffin, didn't we? And then, the, and then a man behind it put, gave you four chips from a scoop and a sausage. It was Look, quite a big spread until Woody got his. Yeah, Woody, Woody, Woody in his banksy bank suit um, helps himself. And I'm sat with culinary weirdos. That's all I can conclude. Well, Tomo's was a dream wedding. If you had anorexia, literally. Yeah, it was the absolute, it was the absolute pits. I'm expecting big things now because this all come about because there's a few of us in there. So uh, uh, half time tonight then, when you fancy a snack, what what were you have? Well, if I got anything, I'd get a pie. Like, but yeah, I don't really. Eat so you're all right with pies. Yeah, I like a pie. Yeah, yeah. Holland's preferably, but yeah. I don't know what uh, I don't know what I don't know what you'll get down here. The, the West Brom was all right for the ball. Carnish past, carnish yeah, past. You, you, you're getting down that neck of the woods, aren't you? Yeah. Um, anyway, never mind all that foodie stuff. Um, game tonight. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll. I think he'll play a half and half team. Obviously, Pogba will play, so immediately we'll be better. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we'll win fairly comfortably. It's a big game, isn't it? Now because the league's gone, the Champions League's very unlikely. So that leaves you with two, two there's, cup competitions. And it's, there's a lot of teams fighting for two cups this year now, aren't they? And, and given, as we said before, who's in this semi-final? If it goes to plan tonight, obviously I'm not writing off Bournemouth or Bristol City. But if it does go to plan, 
you know, that's going to be probably the best semi-final lineup and probably the most competitive semi-final lineup for a long time. Yeah, you couldn't get yeah, Chelsea, Arsenal, City, and us. So yeah, it'd be big, be big semi-finals, and it's a, that's the thing. Like, you know, the, the big slash rich clubs get get hammered for how they treat, but. Seems like Leicester got nothing last night. Play reserve team and they got nothing to play for. And I just I, I don't get it. This, this thing that teams now, you know, Pochettino said that Tottenham haven't won anything for years and now above above winning domestic trophies. It's just mad. And you know, you, you've got to change. Yeah, at the start we'd have liked to win the league. That's now looking pretty much impossible. So we've got to go for it. We've got in the quarter-final chance for a semi. Go for it. All of these managers outside of the top like six miss a trick because there's a Leicester fan I heard on the radio the other day, and and they were basically saying to him like, where where are Leicester fans at now? Because they've won the league and they're not going to go down. And he said, oh, we want to go a long way in the FA Cup. And managers don't seem to get this. That, like fans would rather win a trophy or have a big day out, and and I don't get when you can finish mid table why you would sacrifice the FA Cup when when that could make you a legend at that club forever and probably keep you there for three or four years. You get sacked anyway at some point. You win the FA Cup or the League Cup, and fans only remember winning trophies. I don't know why they don't keep it going a bit longer. I don't know if fans even care because we've been mocked for celebrating that we won the cup last year, and we. To be honest, it was a great day out. Obviously, meeting Ellie Mers is a highlight just for you, Neil. Um, but no. that picture, will, that picture <laughs> it was a great, a it was a great time. day out. And do you know what? The semi-finals are brilliant. And I bet you City don't play. We can see them against us if we get them. Well, I don't think anybody. If, if this if this semi-final goes to plan lineup wise, I don't think anybody will be playing weaker sides. The other thing that was interesting, though, you mentioned us like getting mocked for, you know, almost celebrating winning it last year and how the mighty fall and all of that. You know what I mean? A, a trophy's a trophy at the end of the day, and I, in, in the physical moment that that full-time whistle goes. Regardless of what it is, for me, you've still got that burst of elation, right? And I think you you bring this point up about um, man clubs and taking it seriously. You know, my hatred for Man City has absolutely no boundaries. So, but I actually thought last night when their players were going, you know, bonkers for winning, the managers going mad in front of the support, the supporters are clearly enjoying it. I actually thought, despite who it was about, and it makes me sick that it was them. But seeing that about a League Cup quarter final, I found that quite refreshing that's a good point because it, it's become almost like you, you see it on Twitter all the time and stuff like that where people are like oh uh, i seen um, i seen City so for example last night i seen City celebrating like they won the Champions League and like no they celebrated getting through winning a trophy even if it's a league cup but most it's people, above fourth place any day of the week. A lot, but a lot of people who see on Twitter and insult football fans are the fans who don't actually go. Of course. So the fans yeah, who are there are thinking that's like one of the best nights for ages because they've won. They've won on penalties. It's a, it is a reserve team and a manager got mental and the fans are jumping in the crowd. It's what we always ask for. The, the, the it's night, what you ask for. The night in Stockholm last year will live a lot longer than any time that we might in the next few years qualify by finishing third for the Champions League and all that. It was a trophy and like, everyone will remember it and everything that surrounded that trip and, and you actually lift the trophy. So East re reckons half a side tonight. What do you guys reckon? I, I actually think he'll go. I think he'll go full. Yeah. 
I think um, it'd be more than half side. And plus, anyway, you probably have Mkhitaryan coming in. You go have Pogba coming in, as, as um, Matty said. You go have Romario, who's probably got a better distribution of the hair anyway. But the thing is, the team he puts out should be good enough to beat Bristol City. You've got a lot of injuries. They've actually got a lot of big games in the league. Whilst this is their cup final, because I've got a lot of mates down here who are going mental right now. We should be good enough to beat them, clearly. But you never know. You never know. Really. We will be good enough to beat them. I think, I think we proved that in Northampton last year. We, we, and, um, and, and, and Northampton last year, we, we picked a strong team and and it went that way through to the final. I think he'll do the same again this year. He'll, he'll, play, a, he'll play a strong team tonight. I think he'll, he might rest one or two, but probably if he had a league game, he'd rest one or two with the, the sort of programme we've got at the minute. But yeah, I think... I, there's no doubt you know Mourinho's like in the cup so he'll play a strong team with, with one or two left out prediction 2-0 uh, two, two United please say in normal time yeah, yeah. Can oh, I hope so nil-nil and we'll win oh penalty fuck oh. <laughs> we just uh, do you know what if it's, if, it's, if it's a draw towards a minute to go I just would take off every defender goalkeeper and just go for it I don't care fly goalie I just go yeah, yeah. Rush. I'd love penalties I'm off tomorrow oh, so well, we'll no, well, some of us have got work so uh, penalties can fuck right off so let's hope for the United win cheers see you after again uh, full time here in Bristol uh, Bristol 2 United 1 uh, no fucking complaints about that they were battered in United United were an absolute disgrace tonight no one of the worst performances I've seen in a long time got what we deserved playing for extra time um, which is never the Manchester United way and uh, that was kind of it really got what we asked for um, got a bit tasty at full time no idea which way we're fucking going out here do you? where are we going here? Oh, alright no one seems to know where we're going well we came in that way didn't we? yeah let's go this way anyway where was I? Oh yeah, it got a bit untidy at the end. Um, obviously pitch invasions, which you know you've got to give him probably the biggest night they've had in years. So uh, the thousands of them piled it onto the pitch. Did the usual small-time dickhead stuff by charging over at the United end and uh, giving us loads of grief, um, which uh, you know was met with the usual um, anger and frustration that United fans don't take too kindly to. So. Uh, there was a lot of people piling over, a lot of arrests, batons were out. Um, we're outside again now and it could get even uh, even more tasty here, but uh, never mind. At least it didn't go to extra time, that's the main thing. Sorry. <laughs> Getting booted here by, by people from the fucking Football Supporters Federation. I'll come and grab you in a minute. I'll talk to you now, actually, because there's nobody here who seems to want to stop, are you? I'm all right, how yeah, are you? You were on duty tonight. I was, yes. Yeah. That concourse was a bit lively at half-time. Yeah. Manic. Could have been pregnant by 5,000 different United fans. <laughs> oh, well, at least you've had a decent <laughs> night. <laughs> well, but no, the stewarding was really good. The policing seems all right, but let's see what happens now with all those fans on the pitch well, and United the... flooding on and... Yeah. Um, we're down there, aren't we? Yeah, Level crossing. So. Um, did you catch sight of what went on at full-time? Yeah, it was inevitable though, wasn't it? But they just seemed completely and utterly unprepared for it and they all flooded on and then your lot came on and arrests were made and... You're going to have a busy inbox in I the morning. I think I might have a busy inbox in the morning, yeah. The thing is though, is last minute goal, they were clearly... What you get at Old Trafford is 
and I've seen it any away game much too much the, the stewards really like kind of made yeah. this line around and that should have happened tonight because well, you were shit frankly made a massive meal of it it was a bit of inevitable that City were going to win so where were the stewards bringing the pitch but then to equally if they had been angry people are going to get on the pitch come what may aren't they so if they put the ring of stewards on it will work or it might not they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't indeed uh, what else is going on in the world of uh, FSF uh, Cop a fallout from Palace and um, Brighton rumbles on 60 odd complaints from that legal advice taken is that from when the police lied yes they lied didn't they blatantly lied knives and knuckle dusters right. knuckle dusters knuckle dusters belong in the world of the Sweeney <laughs> don't they right. and minder not in 2017 football but what fucked me off about that more than anything was that media just swallowed it hook line and sinker well it's more of a story though isn't it than football oh, fan team is, great yeah. behaviour shocker of course it is but back to tonight I thought the stewarding was really good it was really friendly it was hands off and yeah the concourse was an absolute fucking nightmare at half time but fans self-regulated and there were no problems it was good spirits blah 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 but they should have been prepared for that at full time and they weren't but as I said damned if they do damned if they don't because if fans want to get on the pitch they're going to get on the pitch aren't they but that's going to cause one hell of a shitstorm tomorrow yeah even worse than making masturbatory signs on camera Stephen, stop it. Well, come on, that, 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 that's been the other thing that's kept you busy, hasn't it? Yeah, that was, um, yeah, some, well, apparently it was a television viewer who saw um, a fan from a London club making a masturbatory gesture at one of your lot, I think it was Marcus Rashford. Um, but the more I think To be fair, about if, it, if anyone clocked me tonight, they might have clocked me doing that they, several yeah, times. I think they would have done. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more I think no one is surely tragic enough to write to Chelsea Could it have been a mate while on the wind-up and he's, and he's, and he's gone a little bit further than or it should have been. Or an ex-girlfriend, yeah. yeah, seeing their ex or their mate, whatever, yeah. giving it the old wanker, yeah. and they just write into Chelsea because they know that Chelsea are quite strict about oh, that sort of well, thing. Well, it wouldn't be the first time you've been dragged into a hoax, would it? A hoax. Well, well, do you remember I had to ring you at half six in the morning once? <laughs> yeah. When, when I thought yeah. I was getting banned. Yes, beep, yeah. beep, beep, six hours. Oh my God, I'm yes. going to be banned. Yes, yes. Right, yeah. that was um, Ryan. It was, was it Ra- Ryan off Twitter, yeah. Yes, he Ryan had, off Twitter. Had me hook, line, and, and sunk. And me, though, because I kind of, even though I saw, like, read the text and I thought, but yeah, that was, um, yeah. Um, in a serious sort of note, obviously, World okay. Cup, yeah. Straight face. Um, no, no, you'd have to be. That's as in I'm talking about the point. You can be less serious. World Cup, yeah, that, that must you must have a lot of planning and stuff to do with that. I don't really do that much about that. That's all down to Kevin Mars, our chief exec. Okay. But from what I understand about the Russians is that they care very deeply about their country and their reputation, and they're very hospita- hospitable. And all this media shit about hooligans, blah blah blah. From what I've gathered from talking to lots of people, they don't want that. They want fans from all over the world to go there and have a really really good time and not be beaten up with knuckle dusters and MMA is it MMA or is that a drug can you not put this out please because I'm just talking absolute shit well, no, it's going to go out sorry but, <laughs> no. I know what you mean <laughs> yeah but no I mean that's I know, mate. that's kind of what my understanding is but all the lurid headlines don't help do they and then the English media will get on it 3,000 banning orders stopping hooligans going over there mm. when the reality is 2,000 of those people on banning orders got them for drinking a view of the pitch or really minor offences. If you could change one thing about the way fans are treated uh, in the Premier League and in this country and in all the leagues, what would it be? 
police on behaviour, not reputation. I think because so many fans have got a reputation and the police go massively overboard. Like tonight, tonight was a Cat C game, which is one of the highest categories. And the rationale was we need a lot of police out there on duty because of roadworks and safety and blah, blah, blah. So they made it a Cat C. But when I spoke to the police, I said I've been away with the United fans. They All they want is a party, really good time. Treat them well and they'll respond. If you treat them like whatever, they're going to push back. Yep. And from what I have saw tonight good as gold yeah. no problems didn't see any jibbing at the turnstiles which is one of those things that I was a bit worried about but even though I was only there for a short time didn't see it I hope it didn't happen but yeah it looked pretty tidy in the turnstile it areas, to be honest and credit to Bristol City because they laid on um, albeit you lost but they they were hospitable weren't they yeah of course you, they were. Di- you didn't have like meathead bouncers did you you just had nice yeah. ordinary people so it's not good. like it's not like they were they wanted trouble themselves no. and therefore created it exactly and that's what i was told when i went to meet the club it was just another game mm. albeit it was united but it was just another game don't get your knickers in a twist over it and yeah and i because i was away with you at derby a couple of years ago i said there will be persistent standing there will be blocking of the aisles but there'll be lots of self-policing and that's yeah. what I experienced tonight there was no stewards there were there I didn't see any stewards no, in, the, in the ground which was time. great yeah and people and behaved they did they behaved really well and yeah the concourse was a bit hairy but it wasn't dangerous it was just it wasn't big though was it it's quite a no. tight area and that's all when, yeah. when you get people bumping into each other and, and as you say getting, getting impregnated and all that right lovely to see you I will see you uh, I'll see you in a bit I'm going to go and grab some of these dicks That was Amanda Jacks from the Football Supports Federation, caseworker who's uh, been a great help to many a United fan over the years, and many fans from elsewhere, obviously. Right. How are you, Maxie? All right. Grim, wasn't it? Really grim. Really, really grim. I think his lineup wasn't as strong as it should have been. I think he undermined the cup a little bit. Quarterfinals of the cup. We should go there. We should make a statement. We should win. We should make. No, there should be no no question about it. We should go there. We should win. We should put them in their place. They're in the championship. We're second in the league. We should go there. We should win. And we should all go home happy. Too many players had an off night, there, didn't they? Yeah, they did. But again, it's like after Chelsea. We come out after Chelsea, and we said, if we're being honest, there's too many places that aren't really good enough. We've got about probably half our team that won't get in any other team in the top four, would they? Really, if we're being honest. You got your Herreras, your Lingards, your Damians, your Linda Loves, your Smallins. We're gonna have to try and enjoy the coach home yeah. now, aren't we? Yeah. That performance day, Stay. fucking sure hell. Do you know what? The coach home because oh, there's the coach home will be a good journey, but the fucking state of that performance. Do you know what? I defend him 95% of the time, but the, those tactics are a disgrace, and I, I wouldn't have picked that team. I wouldn't let Lukaku anywhere near and to be fair Lukaku shouldn't have even been on the pitch because he's played every single minute of every game but the fucking state of every every this this, this is going to be entertaining go on hey Steve right go on vent it hiya mate alright that was gas that right listen what can I say everybody knows what's happened right been knocked out by a team that they reckon is the first or second best team in the championship that might come to the Premier League next year, right? But as a club, as Manchester United are a club are, right? The biggest club in the world, allegedly. We shouldn't be getting knocked out by a team 
in the lower division like this. Or playing right? for extra time. Or playing for extra time, or whatever you want to call it, right? But you know what does me in, Steve? Right? Why are we singing this song, part the bus, part the bus? I agree. People are turning around saying, we're taking the piss. They're taking, they're taking the piss out of us. City took the piss out of us in the changing rooms, singing that song. We should be singing, we're Man United, we want to attack. And we need to tell Mr Mourinho and his backroom staff that. What can we do now, Steve? Eh? You tell me, I don't know. But you know what we have to do as a club, right? We have to go on and win that European Cup. Because if we don't, we're going to end up fucking proper right down on the road. We're, well, that's what we've got to aim for. Why not, lads? Why? Do you know what we have got to aim for? It's Leicester on Saturday. Yeah, that exactly. is going to be a great I, I totally agree. That's all you need to worry about. I exactly totally that, agree. yeah. I totally agree. We'll to Next game at the No, no, no. Matt, we'll go to Leicester on Saturday. That is going to be a top day. And that is... Leicester on Saturday will sum up everything that's brilliant about United and the monkey bus. Can I just ask this girl here now? Take your phone off, mate. Hello. Your, United podcast. This girl here now has come on the Mostonian bus today um, for the first time. How was it? Brilliant. You had a good time. Brilliant. And then it and, t- and then it got ruined the minute you went in the ground. Is that right? <laughs> well, the, the, the last forty-five minutes ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. But you're going to come back on the Mostonian bus because there's no better bus now, and the only other bus is. Uh, this is the only bus for me. Wow. Yeah, Mastonian. Well, you're going, yeah. to, you're going to Leicester on it. Do you know what? The only I ain't problem. got a Leicester ticket, Are but... You gonna, I... Come on, mine. Sort a Leicester out. Well, you can't invite if her on I the get, bus without no, a ticket. I never invite her on the bus, but if, if, someone could give me, if someone could give me a Leicester ticket, I will come, I'm coming anyway, but without a ticket. Yeah. Now, if this lady... What's your name again, sorry? Claire. Claire. If anyone's got a spare ticket for Claire... Yeah, anyone I'm willing to put a pound towards it. Right. Can I just say one last thing? Go for it, because we're going now. We got beat tonight, right? But always remember, yep. at the moment, at the moment, in inverted commas, we're still the best club in the world. Yes, we are. Still the best club in Manchester. Yeah. See you Saturday. Right. God bless. Hey, See you, mate. Merry right. Christmas. All the best, mate. Hey, we uh, Merry Christmas to all United We Stand podcast people. <laughs> and uh, if you want to put any money in the envelope, please give it to Steve. Thank you, mate. Well, and if it does, uh, I'll give it to that charity that you did the thing for. You know what we've done on the way down? What's yeah, that? here's one for you. Uh, just before we go, sorry about I'm sure everyone's aware of the Munich Fund and everything. And on the Mostonian bus this year, up to now, um, we've raised five or uh, nine hundred and fifty pound, yeah. and that includes two hundred pound on the way down today. Today, yeah, we've done um, we've done uh, a raffle for uh, an Anthony Marshall, whatever you call him, uh, signed top Coke bottle uh, glass, uh, and we raised two hundred quid for it. So uh, the Mostonian has got nine hundred and fifty quid. For the memorial fund and if anybody didn't know what it's about it's um we're putting a bench up near where the memorial is now yeah. from from everybody including the uh your bus and all that and, 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 and we're all going over in February. yeah and we're all there in February, obviously and the two two charities for the kids charities around that area who've looked after and cleaned the memorial at the moment they're going to get a donation off that as well we've nearly raised nearly so eight thousand pounds how much do we need well we need I don't, as much as we can, yeah. obviously, right? What we need on um, on our buses, we 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 got we put up if we can raise a thousand pound, then we'll be happy. We've raised nine fifty, and we'll, we'll top that at Leicester on on finger. So if you want to on your bus, do something. Maybe just get a raffle of something or other. Yeah. And um, 
and put it into if the fund. Anyone listening to this podcast wants to do something themselves when they're not on a bus, where should they go to? Right, if they if they want to do anything, there's no actual website. Mully is signing out. It's all legit, everything. If they want to, when they see either Danny or myself or the Mastonian bus for the driver, yep. if they want to put a donation in, all that's right. brilliant. But it's all it's all for I'll, something. I'll tweet it. For 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 the Manchester United lads yep. and, and the Munich lads, right. who, you good, know. Right, right. Good thanks, man, Cheers. Good man. Take care. Try and have a good journey home, yeah, yeah Claire? Enjoy. You. Enjoy the rest of your trip. Thank you. Lovely to see you. I should get getting paid for this, you know. Does he not pay he, you? Does he, he, I don't well, pay myself. Do you know, um, does, you know that, anyway, um, Johnny, not fucking good that was it? No, it was. I, I getting away from all the ranting and raving. That was an appalling performance. They just didn't put any effort. Pistol well passing, shit control, not you know, lacking effort. Did they, I think there's a there's a big attitude problem with it, within. But the thing, it comes down for the manager being a moany bastard and never fucking smiling. But I don't know what it is about Rashford. The last six months, every time the ball don't go to me, fucking flinging his arms all over the place. He's just a whiny cunt. And Shaw's mentioned that on the own podcast a few times about his body language and general attitude. And I think I, I've seen a lot of that tonight. Yeah, I think it's uh, he's come across a lot, especially less, especially the last couple of months. He just if he don't get the ball, he's just got his arms up in the air. And he needs to look at himself because he's, he's not. He's not, I can't remember the last time he actually had a good game for us. I don't think he's, I don't think he's particularly great. But yeah. That uh, manager's going to be absolutely livid with that, I would imagine. Oh, you'd and he needs so, to show that. You? I hope he you comes out and actually shows it. I hope he hangs a few of them out to dry. I hope he says his piece. You'd have thought that though, after the City response. game. After the City game, you'd have thought they'd come to that Bournemouth game and they'd, they'd have put. They'd, they, if that was under third, they'd be falling up at half time. Yeah, totally. And they was just they were, they were pretty poor in that game. They've, they've, I think we've been pretty poor since Liverpool now. Still, we've had a couple of good games here and there, but overall we've been pretty poor since then. Thoughts on that, Matt? No thoughts on that. What a shite from start to finish. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we can uh, assemb- assemble a team like that. And play. I, I don't think apart Best from. Best team won, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, wouldn't dispute that. But I think throughout the whole game, apart from apart from the goal, the free kick. Remember, they keep making two half decent saves, and that's simply not enough. It's not enough. And whether it's that we've we've got a, we've got a team there full of players who haven't got the quality, whether it's a team who who've not got enough, not got enough will to be there, who knows. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone, yeah. No, it, it isn't. Yeah, it never does when we get beat. Right, how many are we missing here on this bus? I've seen Clarkie. Yeah. Well, you decided to come home, did you? That was bad, wasn't it? Yeah, it just, um, it, it seemed from the start that... Uh, Bristol just seemed more up for the game and it just as strong as team as we picked tonight it just seemed that the players weren't expecting them to fight for every ball as much as the, you know we all expect them to do in that court kind of game so. You're going to give any player any credit tonight because I'm not <laughs> I think well I think when Lukaku came on he had a couple of chances keeper made some really good saves off Lukaku so he did make a bit of difference that way um, other than that I think I would say Luke Shaw played well actually, I think he did well. Alignment Tom and I think he did alright in midfield, but otherwise no, there was a... I don't know, it's difficult wasn't it in a game like that. I still, I still think um, I still think Marshall's our best player and when, when Marshall wants to play, he's he can do what he wants on the day, but it's, he only did it a couple of times tonight and the rest of the time, I don't know if... Oh, no. So no good news then. 
The good news is, Steve. The good news is now we can concentrate on the Champions League. Fucking hell! Well, concentrate on getting knocked out of that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we can concentrate on getting knocked out of Europe now. You're right, Clarky. No, we got Derby before. Sure. You're right. Look like you just killed. Circa fucking six years ago against Leeds. We got what we deserved, didn't we? What, nothing? Yeah, absolutely. Too many, Right, well, that's, no one wants to talk to me. Um, <laughs> at, some, at some point, so at some point, it was going to realise that that fucking Mourinho was a fucking fraud. He fucking hell. How many games did he lose before he got sacked by fucking Chelsea last year? He got fucked off by Chelsea because he wasn't winning enough away games. Yeah, but you have to go too many back plays to the year before when Chelsea too, too won many. the league as well. Oh, you yeah, can't, you we can't can go back to fucking 1968 when United won loads of fucking games. It's not the same anymore. Mourinho got fucked off because he couldn't win any away games. You can't win any away games now. No, Chelsea's a basket case of a club. Well, that, that's, how many away games has he won since? How many games has he won for United since? Well, he, oh, he, 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 he lost two home games in that. Well, yeah, but you're not going to fucking win yeah. trophies by winning home games. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah, just because right, he fucked it off. Because he decided that away games weren't worth winning. Fucking with five games to go last season. No, so that's fine. No, that, that no, is separate no. thing. Well, it's not, is it? Because it how many fucking away games do you can you decide you can lose? United have got it. It was the fucking players' fault. Lee Pixon. He put a decent team out. I'm not with Clacky to a degree on this. Do you know what, though? Ultimately. How many fucking away games are we winning? We're losing more away games than winning. Yeah, well, but but he's yeah, but how many home games? You've got to take the whole thing as well. And I, I don't think he's done great tonight. Win the home games cup. Well, we will win the home fucking games cup. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. We play Bristol City at home with a beat. Yeah, we probably would have. All of this, all of this said. Are you going to say anything? Yeah. Um, on on Saturday we've got Leicester away, and will anyone care about tonight well, at Leicester away? Team? I probably will because you know what? I'll tell you what I'll say because I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to end on this because it's just ranting now. Squads, the squad's paper thin. I don't know. People go on about United having good, good squad. Clarky, there's not. There's some of them players that are nowhere near good enough. That yes, team, that team that started United tonight, start. that team that started tonight was good enough to beat Bristol City. That team that finished the game the was good enough right lads Saturday Leicester away yes Christmas bus yes so uh, that's all that matters well it's Christmas not all that matters but, but, but we need to get we need to get back on the festivities that's the important bit so uh, so the challenge is, is uh, there'll be prizes for the best Christmas ale and the best Christmas scran and a salad is Christmas jumper yeah, mate, yeah. yeah, of course it is. Right. Now go and rant amongst yourselves while I box this off. Fucking hell. You think someone had died? Anyway, you can hear as you can hear. Uh, furious United fans, absolutely pissed off with the performance. People blaming players, people blaming manager. A lot of people blaming the manager, actually. Which is a bit harsh. But uh, what is absolutely for sure is uh, the spotlight as it seems to have been since the derby has been all over Manchester United uh, and that ain't going to go anywhere fast while they continue to play like that but uh, nothing we can do about that for now what? 
Just seeing swim there, it's about where we are, isn't it? It's about pretty much where we are. It's a team that every just seen swim before. Every four or five weeks, this sort of thing happens. Yeah. I think that's pretty much a fair reflection of where we are. It's not a world-class team. You get this down to worth with a third thing. It's four, four wins against average teams and then you lose a big game, don't you? Exactly. I mean, and, and that's fair enough, seeing swim. From a sporting point of view, that's absolutely fair enough because the team simply not, it's not there, it's not a world-class, world-beating team. But given the resources behind it, it should be, shouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. They keep banging on time and time again about they earn this money, they earn that money. They've got, they, 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 they've, got, they've got a million clicks, they've got fucking 2,000 retweets or whatever. But uh, what, what Bristol City got, that wasn't even, that wasn't even lucky today. No. They weren't lucky, Bristol City. Yeah, wasn't that, it. Wasn't it was More industrious, they had the better chances and kept going and going and going when United were playing for extra time and, and that, that was embarrassing. And that's not good enough. No. And, it's, and it's not a manager just getting to grips with a team. No. Wasn't good enough. No, totally. Anyway, Kenny's got a big muffin there with frazzles on it, which is uh, my favourite favourite crisps. Right, time to go. Um, United are out of the League Cup. No complaints apart from, obviously, getting beat, but no complaints about whether it was deserved or not. Buses now, we're stuck in a car park in Bristol, so it's something like half ten at night. Um, we're not moving anywhere, so they'll be cleared in the clearing the streets of all those joyous Bristol fans which will probably take another hour so we're probably going to be chugging away from here at about half eleven four hour journey home so that's got half three back in Manchester written all over it so people on this bus are going to be getting to bed at like 4, 4.30am uh, my alarm is set for 6am because I'm in work at 7 so I really am looking forward to that uh, not that you care about that obviously but uh, just to give you the flavour of what us travellers to these away games have to put up with. Um, we'll try and have a bit of fun on the bus coming back, but we will absolutely be having loads of fun on the bus to Leicester. Uh, last bus of this year, I think. Um, so we'll be uh, enjoying ourselves there, night game at Leicester, and that'll be the next podcast. As we said, United are out of the League Cup, so get over it, and uh, let's move on and uh, see if we can drag something out of this season. All, uh, all bets on the FA Cup now, I think, for United, and see, you never know, you look in the Champions League. At least get through Sevilla, and maybe get one more trip. But uh, that's it. So uh, we'll be back with uh, another podcast at Leicester at the weekend. Until then, uh, thanks for listening to United Wisdom Podcast, brought to you by Red Army Bet. We'll see you next time.